January 17th, Proverbs 3, 21-26 My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked, for the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Psalm 15, 1-5 Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. Now Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. At about that time, Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, so they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them. But some Pharisees saw them do it and protested, Look, your disciples are breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, Haven't you read the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, and he and his companions broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priests on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, There is one here who is even greater than the temple. But you would not have condemned my my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of the scripture. I want you to show mercy, not not offer sacrifices. For the Son of Man is Lord, even over the Sabbath. Then Jesus went over to their synagogue, where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, Does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say yes, so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, If you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand, and it was restored, just like the other one. When the Pharisees called at meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. But Jesus knew what they were planning. So he left that area, and many people followed him. He healed all the sick among them. But he warned them not to reveal who he was. 
This fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Look, look at my servant, whom I have chosen. He is my beloved, who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious, and his name will be the hope of all the world. Now from Genesis chapter 35, verse 1, through chapter 36, verse 43. Then God said to Jacob, Get ready, and move to Bethel, and settle there. Build an altar there to God, who appeared to you when he when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob told everyone in his household, Get rid of all your pagan idols, purify yourselves, and put on clean clothing. We are now going to Bethel, where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all their pagan idols and earrings, and he buried them under the great tree near Shechem. As they set out, a terror from God spread over the people in all the towns of that area, so no one attacked Jacob's family. Eventually, Jacob and his household arrived at Luz, also called Bethel in Canaan. Jacob built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, which means God of Bethel. Because God had appeared to him there, when he was fleeing from his brother Esau. Soon after this, Rebekah's old nurse, Deborah, died. She was buried beneath the oak tree in the valley below Bethel. Ever since, the tree has been called Alan Bakuth, which means Oak of Weeping. Now that Jacob had returned from Padan Aram, God appeared to him again at Bethel. God blessed him, saying, Your name is Jacob. But you will not be called Jacob any longer. From now on, your name will be Israel. So God renamed him Israel. Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many kings, even many nations. Kings will be among your descendants. And I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will offer it to you and your descendants after you. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Jacob set up a stone pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and anointed the pillar with olive oil. And Jacob named the place Bethel, which means house of God, because God had spoken to him there. Leaving Bethel, Jacob and his clan moved on toward Ephrath. But Rachel went into labor while they were still some distance away. Her labor pains were intense. After a very hard delivery, the midwife finally exclaimed, Don't be afraid, you have another son. Rachel was about to die, but with her last breath, she named the baby Ben-Oni, which means son of my sorrow. The baby's father, however, called him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath.
that is Bethlehem. Jacob set up a stone monument over Rachel's grave, and it can be seen there to this day. Then Jacob traveled on and camped beyond Migdal Eder. While he was living there, Reuben had intercourse with Bila, his father's concubine, and Jacob soon heard about it. These are the names of the twelve sons of Jacob. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's oldest son, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilhah, Rachel's servants, were Dan and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant, were Gad and Asher. These are the names of the sons who were born to Jacob at Padan Aram. So Jacob returned to his father Isaac in Mimrah, Mimre, or Mamre, which is near Kiriath Arba, now called Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had both lived as foreigners. Isaac lived for 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died at a ripe old age, joining his ancestors in death. And his sons, Esau and Jacob, buried him. Now, this is the account of the descendants of Esau, also known as Edom. Esau married two young women from Canaan, Adah, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Oholibama, the daughter of Anna, the granddaughter of Zibion, the Hivite. He also married a cousin, Basemoth, who was the daughter of Ishmael and the sister of Nebaioth. Adah gave birth to a son named Eliphaz for Esau. Basemoth gave birth to a son named Reuel. Oholiabama gave birth to the sons named Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. All these sons were born to Esau in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his children, and his, his entire household, along with his livestock and cattle, all the wealth he had acquired in the land of Canaan, and moved away from his brother Jacob. There was not enough land to support them, both because of all the livestock and possessions they had acquired. So Esau, also known as Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of Esau's descendants, the Edomites, who lived in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Adah, and Reuel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemoth. The descendants of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Canaz. Timnah, the concubine of Esau's son, Eliphaz, gave birth to the son named Amalek. These are the descendants of Esau's wife, Adah. The descendants of Reuel were Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the descendants of Esau's wife, Basemoth. Esau also had sons through Oholibamah, the daughter of Anna, the granddaughter of Zibion. Their names were Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the descendants of Esau, who became the leaders of various clans. These are the descendants. Yeah. 
the descendants of Esau's oldest son, Eliaphaz, became the leaders of the clans Taman, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Gatan, and Amalek. These are the clan leaders of the land of Edom, who descended from Eliphaz. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Adah. The descendants of Esau's son, Ruel, became the leaders of the clans of Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Ruel. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Basemoth. The descendants of Esau and his wife, Oholibama, became the leaders of the clans of Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the clan leaders who descended from Esau's wife, Oholibama, the daughter of Anna. These are the clans descended from Esau, also known as Edom, identified by their clan leaders. These are the names of the tribes that descended from Seir, the Horite. They lived in the land of Edom, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. These were the Horite clan leaders, the descendants of Seir, who lived in the land of Edom. The descendants of Lotan were Hori and Hamam. Lotan's sister was named, <coughs> named Timnah. The descendants of Shobal were Alvan, Manahath, Abel, Shepho, and Onam. The descendants of Zibion were Aiah and Anna. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the wilderness while he was grazing his father's donkeys. The descendants of Anna were his, his son Dishan and his daughter Oholibama. The descendants of Dishan were Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Keran. The descendants of Ezer were Bilhan, Zavan, and Achan. The descendants of Dishan were Uz and Aran. So, these were the leaders of the Horite clan, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishan, Azer, and Dishan. The Horite clans were named after their clan leaders who lived in the land of Seir. These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Baor, who ruled in Edom from his city of Dinhaba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Bozrah, became king in his place. When Jacob died, Husham from the land of the Temanites became king in his place. Then Husham died. Hadad son of Bedad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Avaith. He was one of the defeated, one who defeated the Midianites in the land of Moab. When Habad died, Samla from the city of Masreka became king in his place. When Samla died, Shaul from the city of Rehoboth on the river became king in his place. From Shaul died, or when Shaul died, Baal Hanan 
son of Akbor, became king in his place. When Baal-Hanan, son of Akbor, died, Hadad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Pau. His wife was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the granddaughter of Mezabab. These are the names of the leaders of the clans descended from Esau, who lived in the places named for them, Timnah, Alva, Jetheth, Oholibama, Elah, Pinon, Kenaz, Taman, Mibzar, Magdiel, and Iram. These are the leaders of the clans of Edom, listed according to their settlements in the land they occupied. They all descended from Esau, the ancestor of the Edomites. That concludes the reading of the word for today.